Your Steve Jones Show podcast is loading now. The Steve Jones Show podcast is sponsored by Sunbury Motors, North 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now, from the Sunbury Motors Studio, here's Steve Jones. Good afternoon, everybody. It is the Steve Jones Show on a Wednesday. Matt Catrillo here with you. Steve will soon be there in the Sunbury Motors studio. Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15, Hummel's Wharf. And online at sunburymotors.com. Ford, Kia, Hyundai. Great selection of new and pre-owned inventory. Sales department that is there for you, not just there for the sale to make sure that they save you money. And all with a great service department to back it all up with the diagnostics, the inspections, all the routine maintenance. It's all part of the Sunbury Motors guarantee. And it's all at Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15, Hummel's Wharf, and online at sunburymotors.com. We got a big, big show today as we are halfway through this first game week of the year for Penn State as they take on West Virginia Saturday night in Beaver Stadium for the Helmet Stripe game. And it's the first game that's going to be on NBC in their new college football era with their contract as they get set to do the Big Ten games in prime time. It's going to be Noah Eagle, Todd Blackledge, and Catherine Tappet on the sideline. And she is going to join us at 245 today. So we're looking forward to hearing from her in just a little bit. She's actually meeting with the teams as we speak, and then she's going to join us fresh off of that at 2.45 today. So and, looking forward to having yeah. Catherine on. Yeah, she's she's not meeting with James right now, I can tell you that. Want to know why? Because <laughs> I was just with him. Ah. <laughs> so, <laughs> I guess she's doing West Virginia first then. <laughs> so. Now we just that you'll notice on Wednesdays I might be a couple of minutes late, everybody, just so you know, because I'm doing quarterback club. And uh today was the first quarterback club with Nicholas Singleton, Tyler Warren, and Dominic DeLuca and James Franklin. Uh and so every once in a while, depending on length of answers, I might be on time on Wednesdays for the rest of the season. Or there's the possibility it might be one or two minutes late. I, you know, I only live a few minutes from the stadium, but at the same time, you know, um, still other things to, uh, uh, you know, had to take care of along the way. So we will start the show with a very important segment, and I think it's really important. The Matt Catrillo rant of the day. Oh, my almighty! <laughs> and I'm going to start the rant of the day with a message to Pat Norduzzi at Pitt. Earth to Pat, stop talking. Just stop already. Latest comments. I, I guess he was on 
93.7 The Fan the other day, and I guess somebody must ask him about, you know, when, you know, not a lack of playing Penn State and stuff like that. And he said, and I quote, you have to ask James Franklin that. My call is, let's go. We've called. We've asked. All right, enough already with this. If anybody thinks that Penn State is scared to play Pitt, you're out of your mind. Okay? Look at First of all, look at the history. If we're going to go just by wins and losses, Penn State has kicked their rear ends for the last two times that they played. How about 51-6? How about 33-14, both in their building? And when you look at it from night from the, from last year, a couple last time they met through 1989, Penn State has dominated the series. A lot of times that they've won in going and and going away fashion. Yeah, Pip won in 2016. And then they had the 16-year gap, Pip won in 2000. But you know what? Recently, Penn State's dominated. Penn State is still on another level than that Pitt program. They've gotten better. I don't, you know, I don't want to discredit that. But if anybody thinks that this 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 lazy narrative out there that Penn State is afraid to play Pitt, you're out of your mind. Now, to be fair, I think it'd be fun if Penn State can start playing Pitt more often. I I, I actually I like the rivalry just from a uh, college football fans perspective but Penn State doesn't need to play Pitt and Penn State's not afraid to play Pitt so let's just stop while we're while we're while we're on our track here all right like enough just stop talking Pat Narduzzi worry about your team and that faltering ACC of yours and then come back to me yeah, um, obviously I was in Pittsburgh yesterday. Jack and I did a presentation at the Duquesne Club. Actually, it never came up. You know that? It actually never came up. Well, good. Uh, it's, a, I, uh, it's dumb. And I, I thought it might. And, you know, you just answer what you're asked. Um, somebody at the end asked me about it. says, what do you think about the West Coast teams in and travel? I said, I think we'll go by plane. <laughs> Get the lingerie on the deck. Call the janitor. (laughs) Bad answer? No. Uh, No, right answer. Bad question. uh, No, but I know what they they were talking about. I think people think that, like, teams are going to go out on Thursday to play on Saturday and so forth. And that's, that's, you know, no. It's in all likelihood not going to happen. Uh, but you do, I mean, it actually is a really good question. It's not a dumb question. It's a really good question because it is something I've already talked to Josh Nelson about because, first of all, the trip from Penn State out there is longer because you're flying against the wind. The trip back is shorter by about an hour uh, because now you're flying back with the wind. So you have to fly out there. Well, what time do you have to leave? James likes to be there at 3.30 in the afternoon in the hotel, between 3.30 and 4 o'clock, you know, he wants the team in the hotel. Now, that is... Uh, now, do you want to be there between 3.30 and 4 o'clock Eastern time? Probably not. You want to be there on their time between 3.30 and 4, which is essentially 6.30 to 7 Eastern time. But how do you handle the trip? Um, what do you do during the course of the week to get the players ready because they're going to be sitting for a long period of time as they go out there? Number two, how much walking do you want them to do on the plane? Once they get off the plane, then what do you want to do? Do you want to do a walkthrough? Do you want to do a jog through? Or do you want to, I mean, there are certain things you may want to do that you would not might not normally do 
based on the research put together by the Sports Performance Unit led by Josh Nelson. These are all answers they'll have to come up with because there were certain elements. Now, when they went to Ireland, they were there for four days. But they did build in all the time changes that they needed to make uh, so they, you know, so they, you know, the body clock says it's time to eat now. The body clock says it's time to play now. The body clock says it's time to pray. You know, there's a lot of things that have to happen. And um, and so it is a, an exponentially more complicated deal and people realize, and that's where your sports performance people come into play because they have to then help develop the plan so that you can get there. Now, you're going out there, and say you want to be there by 3.30 their time. Well, you're trying to time it out so you're there by 6.30 Eastern time. Okay. What time are you playing out there? If it's a 3.30 Eastern time game, remember, the game's at 12.30 there. But if it turns out it's a 7.30 primetime game, it's 4.30 out there. So, But you also have a short period of time to get your body acclimated. Now the next element is how do you handle the next week? How do you handle getting back? Can you fly directly from Los Angeles, Eugene, or Seattle directly back into State College? Or like for a bowl game, they have to go usually go back to Harrisburg. And I know the last time I did a game at USC, we went back to Harrisburg and then bus back, and the game was at 3.30 Eastern time. It was a 12.30 kickoff in the Coliseum. And, man, we got back. I mean, even at that, we got back so late. And when you land in Harrisburg, remember, okay, now you got everything's got to be transferred. you got to get on the bus. Okay, now you get on the bus, and you're like, oh, my goodness, we still have 90 miles to go. So how do you want to handle all of that? Uh, so those are really a lot of different layers to this that Josh Nelson's already researching because when Penn State has traveled out to the Rose Bowl and Penn State's traveled to the Fiesta Bowl and so forth, they've had a period of time because it was a bowl game. Well, now you have to do it in an academic week and get yourself back, and it's not just going out there, but it's also the process of getting back, and then how do you handle Sunday, and how do you handle Monday and Tuesday? That's not the answer you expected from me, was it? <laughs> um, yes and no. Yes, as I knew it's I knew the whole process it is, but knowing the fact that it's a little bit more of a process than I guess I thought because this is going to be happening on a more more often basis, so you have to be able to know what you're going to be up against yeah. and you're so you can get this to down with science. And once you go through the plan, you may have to tweak it. Exactly, right. Okay. All right. As for Pat Narduzzi, look, has Pat done a good job at Pitt? Yes. Okay. Has he been a good coach at Pitt? Yes. Okay. Just coach your team. Right? No offense, not interested in his opinions. He's not interested in my opinions. I can assure you in no uncertain terms, I am not interested in his opinions at all. Right? You know, he can talk to the wall for all I care. Right? But after a while, just coach your team. Try and win the ACC. And ask for non-conference games. Non-conference 
games and non-conference scheduling is going to be very interesting. When you are in the Big Ten and you have Ohio State, Michigan, USC, Oregon, Washington, UCLA, Wisconsin, okay, how brutal do you want to make your non-conference? I mean, really. I mean, you have to. Ask, I mean, that's a question you have to ask because what is the goal? The goal is to get to the college football playoff. That's the goal. The goal is not to put people into Acrisure Stadium on Saturday, Pat. That's your job. Okay, if you can't get people in your city excited to watch you play, that's your issue. If you feel you have to bring somebody in to get people into your stadium, that's not a good issue. Penn State does not okay, Penn State's gonna have a huge crowd for Delaware next week. Okay? Is Delaware one of the marquee teams in the country? Nope. And guess what? There's still gonna be a big crowd there. Okay? Why? Because people love Penn State football. And in most most cities where they have a pro team, it is more of an uphill climb for a college team to generate interest. Right? I do understand that. But after a while, just look, just coach your team. Okay? Just do your deal. Because okay? after a while, every time he talks and this is brought up, okay, all I can see is like, just talk to the wall. And he doesn't care what I think. And to that, I respond quite succinctly. What a coincidence. We'll come back with more in a moment here on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Attention, Central Pennsylvania truck buyers. This is the one event you've been waiting for. Subbury Motors is having their 75th annual August new Ford truck sale with savings up to $8,465 and financing as low as 1.9%. All new Ford F-150s will be priced at just $75 over invoice and they will come with a genuine Ford bedliner. Ford Motor Company has awarded SMC 42 additional F-150s to meet consumer demand during this unprecedented sale. The Ford F-150 is America's number one selling truck for 46 consecutive years and one is sold every 49 seconds. Summary Motors has 23 new Ford Explorers available with savings up to five grand and they start from just 43375 Pick from 17 of the totally redesigned Ford Escapes and SMC has them slashed $2,500 and they start from only $30,890. Summary Motors in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza Sunbury, proudly owned by the Mertz family for over a century. Hurry before someone gets your new truck. You can't possibly be done. Actually, at this point, yes. You got rid of Josh Donaldson. I thought you'd be happy. Harrison oh, I am Bader's, happy about that, but I think Harrison, that goes without saying. Harrison Bader's gone. You thought you'd be happy about that. The Angels cut a quarter of their team. <laughs> well, the Angels I can care less about. Harrison Bader, uh, I, I liked him, but I get it, so it's whatever. I, I just oh, want, wow. if, it, if it brings up guys like Jason Dominguez and those guys I want to see play now, yeah, then that's fine. Because they, yeah, they need pro- to see who yeah. they can play. Yeah, they're probably not ready. All right, so, um, and they'll probably derail the rest of their careers because they'll lose confidence, but don't let that worry you. Uh, so, <laughs> play him now. Look, just, okay, no. Actually, on the Josh Donaldson front, I'm not sure if this was supposed to be like a sarcastic tweet or whatever, 
But WFAN put out a photo of Josh Donaldson that said thank you. So I'm guessing that I'm hoping that at least is a uh, a somewhat of a sarcastic type of tweet. Because if they actually meant that, um, read the room of your fan base. He was not well liked. Not only that, he stunk. So I guess he is. Um, his tweet wasn't targeted at you. No, señor. No, señor. No, señor. No. Okay. Um, at least we'll get some football this week. Uh, Scott Doctorman wrote an article um, dealing with okay, <laughs> looking at 2024 with the Big Ten going from 14 to 18. Okay. Uh, and what they will do with the late night. And I did. I, I talked to Tony Petiti. Was it a week ago? Maybe it was a week ago. I talked. I talked to him for a half an hour. Uh, the commissioner of the Big Ten. I said. I said. I'll say this. I said the one plus about getting those two in to go with USC UCLA is it does solve your November primetime problem. I said it really gives you more options in primetime. Because if you are out there um, and you're playing at seven thirty at night, I said, well, it's. It turns out it is uh, 4.30 there. So I said, there's something to it. Uh, let's see. Questions, huh? Okay, so Tom, my old friend Tom. What a great guy. Heard that Coach Y is going into the booth this year. Can we surmise that Sean liked having Coach on the sideline? Did Coach Y do his game day in booth for Ohio State or Oklahoma State? Is there a required number of coaches allowed in the booth or on the field? Last part, no. You can do any combination on the field or in the booth. So that's that's not an issue. I uh, don't know if Mike uh, – I think – I believe Mike uh, did do – Ohio State in the field, but Oklahoma State in the booth. Uh, And I think Mike feels comfortable being upstairs because you know what? Mike wants to be able to call the game in more of a sterile environment. And because Danny O'Brien is going to be on the field... Okay, Danny can talk with the coaches and the emotion of what's going on the sideline while Mike can then just go about his business upstairs with Ty Howell. Um, so, that's one. Mm. And that was sent, sent this one from Daniel that uh, Tom Urbanic passed away, the former Penn State running back. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now, from the Sunbury Motors Studio, here's Steve Jones. And today's show is brought to you by Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury, Sunbury Motors Kia, Routes 11 and 15, Almost Wharf, and online at sunburymotors.com. Ford, Kia, Hyundai, the best in new inventory, great pre owned inventory with the Sunbury Motors guarantee, and a great service department that Makes it all happen. Keeps you going. 
Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors, Kia, Routes 11 and 15, Hummels Wharf, and online at sunburymotors.com. The fact that you are calm, cool, and collected is shocking the audience based on feedback I'm getting. Oh, my almighty! Yeah, that's all I got so far. Wow. Yeah, I thought for sure you'd drop in and throw another haymaker at somebody because that is who you are. You're the haymaker king. <laughs> Meanwhile, Ben Simmons says he's open to returning to the Sixers. Woo. No, thank you. No God! No God! No! Cripe, he gets all worried participating in the layup line. I mean, come on. I mean, geez. He doesn't want to shoot. He never wants to shoot. Like, come on. Yeah, he's a spoiled brat is what he is. Well, I don't I don't know him. I don't know what his issue is or isn't. But, but you look at the games, he won't shoot. Like, holy mackerel, come on. I mean, uh there's the old saying, when you look at somebody, that person, you know, that well, I don't know, the old thing. I think Dick and I talk about this all the time. Um, the bottom line, we t- will talk about um, X player is open for a reason. Okay. Well, yeah, he'd be a guy, for example, that would be open f- for a reason. I mean, that's why you'd like, okay. You're like, okay, go ahead, shoot. I mean, in other words, he'd have to prove it to me in a game. They could make shots. Uh, Kyle McCord will be the uh, starting quarterback for Ohio State. Devin Brown is also going to play. Uh, Eric Gilbert, the Nebraska tight end, was arrested for allegedly robbing a vape shop in Lincoln. Not good. Uh, the ACC meeting with Stanford, Cal, and SMU has been postponed because of the on-campus shooting at North Carolina. Um. This week, the college football playoff leaders are going to meet. They'll talk about the 12-team format. Uh, they'll talk about access. They'll talk about money. And there'll be a few other things that they will also um, feel like they need to, to handle with that, you know, being a year out. Um, and then there is uh, what the... Big Ten is going to do by adding in the four schools from the West Coast next year. And one of them is that that late night window is going to be open again at Friday night and also on Saturday night, which is interesting. I'm not surprised, but remember, Fox, remember... What was one of the elements I talked about with with Oregon and Washington? Right away, what did I bring up? Okay, You have to find the money to fund them. That way you're not taking out of the pockets of everybody else, right? Okay. Well, maybe Matt didn't hear me say that. So you have to come up with the money to balance out the books so that 
nobody loses money by adding in two schools. Well, Fox is the one that is is the one that came up with the money. Oh, okay, so they did that, and now it's open to them with the possibility of uh, of now getting whether it's Fox Sports One or BTN that later in the night um, uh, window. Gee, I thought you were going to be upset about Nick Saban not uh, releasing a depth chart. I mean, I, I I do wish he would. I wish James Franklin would, but I understand that's just how they run things, and you adjust accordingly. So, okay, just, yeah. yeah. I I think when the one area I I think that you know whatever he say he says what he says. Is when he says, you know, he said, you guys care more about that than you do the game. And that's, you know, that's not true. I mean, okay, well, I'll, I'll say it from my seat, okay? Because the game means more to me than what, it, you know, okay? okay? I want to be best prepared as possible, so I've got an idea of who I could be, especially if I'm a network TV announcer. I want to know. Absolutely. You know, like, give me a, the best shot here of doing my job. And that's, uh, now, that that's something you have to sit back and, and, and at least evaluate. And look, when you make a decision like that, now, do they, you know, now, I don't have to worry about, I mean, with Penn State, I have no, I mean, I know what the deal is. I'm there all. I'm, as James said today, quarterback club. Steve's there every day. Well, I'm there. I'm there. I'm there every day. So I know what the deal is. So I don't have to worry about that. Now West Virginia, because Penn State didn't release one, they didn't release one. So I've had to do more guesswork with it, especially being an opening game. But I don't worry about that. Um, I know you're surprised by that. <laughs> well, not only that, I'm sure you have you have people in that you can probably. But it's an opening game. So, I, so, in other words, I don't know, for example, like I've got an idea which freshmen are going to play for them, but how early do they get in? We'll see. Um, I mean, that's that's something that, you know, but <laughs> they have a number. That, you know, for the most part... You do things in generalities anyway. For example, if you're playing Michigan, you know Quorum's going to play. You know Edwards is going to play. So that's two and seven. But guess what? Stokes is going to play too. Right? As the third as the third running back. He's going to play. Okay. Well, that's fine. Um, yeah. So I always look at it as which 25 players might, might play on defense – in which 25 players might play on offense. All right? Who starts? Eh, doesn't matter. I, I don't I don't worry too much about that. It's always like, which 25 guys do I think are going to play and which 20, on each side of the ball and which 25 players are going to play on the other side of the ball? Yeah, that's... 
And you get mad at me for not being worried about it. <laughs> no, but actually, in this case, I'm I'm kind of the same way because I'm I'm we're, we're dealt that hand on the high school level almost every week. We don't have the luxury of having a two deep. So, but we know based on at least talking to coaches and stuff like that, they at least kind of, you kind of get an idea. And as the season goes along, you kind of get an idea of what the group of players that are going to play. And in our case with high school, a lot of those guys are going to play two way. So it makes it a little bit easier, but uh, you're, you're exactly right. It's as, as long as you know the group of players that's that yeah. you expect to play, then you can put you can put the other pieces together as you go along. Right. You know. So I mean, that, that's what I've done. I mean, I'm not going to worry about it. Six is in the game. That's green. I got it. We're good. Okay. Here comes Donaldson. He's forty guy next. <laughs> I got it. We're okay. I don't really. Um, don't really worry too much about stuff like that, and I know that bothers you. Um, it's it's really the opening game. Once you play a game, you got the starting lineup for the next game. You already know, right? You already have a lineup. No need to worry about it. The attitude angers you. I can tell. <laughs> well, some of this stuff I'm used to. Yeah, what me saying it? Yeah, yes, you're used to it. Yeah, I see. Right. But I also I also envy it at times, and I also think it's very funny. What's so funny about it? Well, this goes more on the the Auburn story of cutting the lawn on the day of the game when it was a night game. That's what I'm more or less what I'm talking about. <laughs> what do you want me to do? Pace? <laughs> I. But it, but it's very true. It's just, it's just very funny. That's all. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I'd, I'd be doing the same thing. I mean, you well, know, I had time to do it, so I did it. <laughs> okay. No offense, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm kind of laid back <laughs> for the most part. You know. So, uh, uh, by the way, the uh, I know a lot of you want to watch the Michigan game on Saturday. I mean, is it clamoring for it? America's screaming, can we watch more Michigan football against East Carolina? No, senor! No, senor! No, senor! It's on Peacock. Peacock will get a mention, by the way, when we have Catherine Tappan on. Not her commenting on it, but we'll get a, give it a mention. Because Penn State's game next week is on Peacock. Um, so, so the Penn State game will air in between reruns of The Office <laughs> next week. What? Oh, that's a good day for our Scranton area followers. There you go. Perfect. Yeah. All right. Uh, so... Uh, CBS goes halfway this year with the Big Ten because they have to still do the SEC. Uh, next year they get the full allotment of games. Uh, and um, the three networks will get the first 42 of the 45 picks. All right, out of the gate. Uh and they'll select each week 
there's there'll be a number one pick, two and three. Once you get through the top picks for each of those weeks, then Fox Sports One, Peacock, and BTN enter the draft for the remaining games. Um, Fox, which put in the additional funding for Washington and Oregon, right? And again, remember what I said: they, you know, you couldn't just take it from the other teams. You needed to get either an additional window for somebody else, or somebody else needed to step up. Fox stepped up uh, and did that. Um, and you know, as I mentioned, Tony talked to me about that last week. Um, so Fox will air more games in non-traditional windows starting next year. So there might be more Friday night games. There could be some late Saturday kickoffs, and those games will either be on Fox, Fox Sports 1, or BTN. Because Fox is the one that kicked in the money, they get the additional window. And keep in mind, when I mentioned BTN, Fox owns 61% of BTN. Okay? So that's how she works. BTN will get 41 games this year. Peacock now gets nine. Okay? Uh, NBC gets 15 games. CBS gets seven. And Fox gets between 24 and 32 games for Fox and Fox Sports 1. Okay? That's how she works. And once you get through the Peacock game next week, everything else is linear over the air for uh, Penn State starting uh, with uh, Illinois in Champaign. So that's how it plays out. All right. We will take a break. Um, it's great to have you with us on the show today. Uh, next uh, half hour, Neil Kulong, final half hour, Catherine Tappan. Uh, between 3 o'clock and 1 tomorrow afternoon, that 22-hour period, there could be four or five things that tick Matt off. It's just kind of a kind of an anger management scenario. Appears to be something that's afflicting every Yankee fan right now. They can't, in fact, it seems to me like the Yankees can't cut enough guys for you. In most cases, yeah. And that includes the general manager and the manager. Oh, now we're going to go after... Oh, I've, I've always wanted to go after them, too. Uh, I mean, does the suit and Roger know how you feel about management? <laughs> they do, in fact. On the they, sports side of things, at least. You always want to fire management. <laughs> do they know you feel that way? <laughs> they do, but again, on the... With my sports teams. Or in sports in general. Okay. I just want to make sure that, you know, you're... Sometimes they agree. You need to be specific. Like, because you want to blow up all management across America. (laughs) 
<laughs> and I'd like to point out the company you work for has management. <laughs> By the way, the Phillies and Angels 2-2, bottom of the third in Philadelphia. White Sox and Orioles 4-4, bottom of the second at Camden Yards. Twins and Guardians scoreless in the bottom of the third. Yankees get to lose to the Tigers tonight at 640. It's pitching for you tonight. Let's see. Let's see. Oh, you got Garrett Cole tonight. Wow. Nah, that should be that should be a dub if the bats decide to well, it show should be. up. He's he's very good at pitching meaningless games. <laughs> Anything's got a little juice to it, slight problem. Uh, okay, we'll come back uh, with more in a moment. Not America's greatest clutch pitcher. We'll come back with more in a moment here on News Radio 1070 WKOK. So what game do you have this week? This week I'll be on the sidelines for SECV8, line mounting at Danville. Oh, interesting game. Yeah. Actually, we haven't covered line mounting in a while for football, so I'm looking forward to getting a close look at them. And Danville, of course, is uh, gonna be one, should be one of the top teams, but they have a new head coach this year. Both teams coming off big wins where they put up a 50-burger, so this should be a pretty good game, I think. Yeah, and uh, high school football needs big games. Um, and a couple of big games ourselves, too, with our SBC teams. Chickalemi opens up their new turf field against Mifflin County. Yeah. And Seals Grove is going to be at Juniata, so another big test for them. Juniata went into the 4A state playoffs, I believe, last year. So that's another tough non-conference task for the Seals. I just want to see good games. There are too many high school games, in my opinion, that end up with wide margins at the yeah. end. Last yeah, week so around was... here was pretty good, though, I thought. There weren't too no, many no, of those. I... But overall, yeah, you're at... right. I looked at the scores and the scores of the games that were, uh, especially the teams that we cover, were really good games, uh, which is really cool. They, they won, and they were really good games. Um, and uh, and I thought that part was great. But as the season goes, like you see some wide margins of games. Like, really? Yeah, but, yeah and that's what... Line Mountain and Danville were in last week, but yeah, right. This will this will be a competitive that. game this week. And where's the game? At Danville. At Danville. Good. Um, and then our other game on the Valley, of course, will be Lewisburg. They got Jersey Shore at Thompson Street Stadium, the suit's favorite place. I, I will tell you the the suit is persona non grata at Thompson Street Stadium. S-U-I-T, that spells suit-da! There are signs lining the street when he goes up there. <laughs> uh, and uh, and Chickalimi, they, they've got that brand-new turf. So they're not quite putting done putting the track in, but they can play now, and then when they get back to putting the track in, they have to go to Shimokin. Correct, Yes. And then, and then they have a whole bunch of other stuff that they're renovating, like a new concession stand and a whole new complex that's still long underway. But turf is in first, and they get to play on it for most of the home schedule this year. Okay, good. Um, I guess the 
the new broadcast booth, there's a palace, from what I understand. No. Oh, my almighty! I wonder who asked for that. <laughs> Nothing surprises me these days. So Bryce Harper was listening to a radio show on WIP while driving into the stadium. One caller, Chuck, delivered a fiery rant about Philly's recent hot streak that helped Harper get in the zone. So I was driving in today like I do at 2 o'clock. Guy named Chuck called in. He calls in a lot. It's hilarious. He was talking about our team and talking about me and stuff. I walked in the training room and I, and I go, I'm going to go deep tonight for Chuck. That guy fired me up. I love Bryce Harper. I really do. We need to we need to find our own Chuck. (laughs) Although I will say this, we do have Doug. That's very true. And Dick and Milton. 